Hey, Redheads and everyone else listening. I'm Stephanie. I'm Adrian, And today's episode is a really long time coming. We are interviewing Sarah Haley. If you're in the fitness world, if you know, you <laughs> were watching a lot of fitness. since the very beginning. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, if you've been watching fitness videos because of COVID now at home, you know Sarah Haley. She is a natural redhead. Um, and we've known her for forever. I was actually thinking stuff when we lived in the city, like what, 10 years ago, I remember we yeah. were at fashion week and we were emailing her trying to get together because we connected, yep. we connected through the website. Um, and we have all grown so much and believe it or not, have never really had like a real conversation. So I feel like it's mm-hmm. going to be a really great conversation. And for people too, who like, you know, are looking to get inspiration for working out and, you know, want to start, I think that she'll have a really great, no pressure mindset about it. Yeah, exactly. And I love following her on Instagram because if you um, have seen her Instagram page, it's Sarah Haley Fit. Um, all together is her username. But I love that she does like one video is get sweaty in 10 minutes or how to do, you know, like a quick squat workout. So it's right. nice to know that everyone's di- everyone's busy in their lives um, with various things. So it's just really something that I love. And we'll go into detail with her about, you know, her life and how she balances it and any tips and, and tricks that she has. And if you're listening and you're like, oh, like my New Year's resolution – you know, in the beginning of the year was to work out more. Here's your chance, you know, here's your kind of sign with this episode to do something, whether it is five minutes of your day or it is if you have time for an hour workout. So a little bit about Sarah, guys, if you're new to, um, you know, and aren't familiar with her and how awesome she is. She's an LA-based fitness expert, best known for her expertise as a pre- and postnatal exercise specialist. So if you're listening and you're pregnant or you just had a baby, um, she's your girl. She spent years as a celebrity and a Reebok master trainer in New York City. And now as a mother of four, does all of her creating and consulting for companies and brands virtually. Um, She's been listed as one of the best fitness Instagram accounts to follow for major motivation by Women's Health. And she offers a variety of her own award-winning workout programs for different stages of motherhood on her website. We'll include that in the notes after this podcast. Um, And she prides herself on being with her kids as much as possible while also having a passion for fitness and moving and dance. And, uh, and yeah, it's just awesome to have her on after all these years, you know, Adrian and I, we used to have a fitness section on our website. (laughs) I have to laugh back to it. I remember she would send us photos and we would like add them to WordPress and yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, this is before everything was so video and digital. So you kind of just looked Looked. at these pictures of her, like 10 photos to do for a workout. And I think she did it for a little bit with us. And then, of course, we faded out the the fitness part of how to be a redhead. But we've always kept in touch with her. And just um, she's been a huge fan, too, of our brow line, which is awesome. We'll go into detail because I'm excited to talk to her about that, Adrian. Me too. Me too. So let's call her up because this is just a long time coming. Now available eyebrow and lash products for redheads created by us, Adrian and Stephanie. 
Clean, paraben-free, vegan, made in the USA. Discover eyebrow gels and a precision pencil in universal red for all redheads. Mascaras in auburn and brown with a tint of red and so much more. Shop it all at shop.howtobearedhead.com. Hey, Sarah. It's Stephanie and Adrian Vendetti from How to Be a Redhead. Hey, thanks for having me. Hi. We're so so, great. It's so great. (laughs) Adrian and I, we're so excited (laughs) to have you on, obviously. Um, We were talking before how it's just amazing to finally reconnect after all these years. And we've known each other for, gosh, 10 plus years since we started our site in 2011. And we're just excited to finally talk with you. So let's kick things off by discussing your red hair, of course. Um, What was it like growing up with red hair? Where did you get your red hair from? So my red hair comes from my maternal grandfather and my, my paternal grandmother. So I get it from both sides. And my dad was Auburn-ish as a kid. So, and my mom's a brunette. So I have no idea, but they were shocked when I came out. I'm the oldest. Uh, and I'm like, why were you shocked you had this on both sides? <laughs> and dad also has like a little bit of red hair. So you shouldn't have been shocked, but they all tell me that they were totally shocked to have this flaming redhead come out. And I'm just one of two girls. My sister also came out very, very red. Uh, She hasn't kept her hair as well. She's almost, I don't even know if people who would meet her now would even call her a redhead. She's pretty blondish, but I, but she definitely has the highlights still. Uh, And mine stayed. I am proud to say I haven't even dyed it yet, but it is, it is fading. One of my girlfriends was even saying, she's like, it's definitely not as red as when I met you. And I, I assume that's both age and um, being in the California sun. Mm. Um, I grew up in Chicago. How do you feel about that? Like, how do you feel about not having it Uh, so vibrant? I know redheads really, because we hear about it, like my red hair is fading. I feel like it's identity. Oh, it's absolutely an identity crisis. I I was actually talking about this this weekend and my husband was quizzing me. He's like, are you just, I'm assuming I'm going to go white because I'm seeing it in my brows, hence my new use of your (laughs) <laughs> your brow uh, your brows, or your yeah. brow gel thank goodness yeah because <laughs> that's where I'm getting grays as I'm getting uh, or not grays or white I see and I think they're white because most redheads go white correct yeah yeah a lot of them yeah, yeah. so there's a there's a little in the corners and I was like I can't pluck any more of these or I'm gonna start losing them uh but it hasn't gone white but he was asking me like will I just let it go white and I don't know it's I mean, I'm Sarah the redhead. Like, I don't know how to be something else. Right. So I assume I will probably dye it maybe. And then and then when it's, you know, too much to handle, I'll just let it go white. Because I mean, all, being all white, I think is super sexy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I want to just like, maybe she needs some help with her hair look. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we actually have some special shampoos coming out, um, a little spoiler. So we'll send them to you and um, oh, to give fun. you a little boost. But it's just like something that you use in the shower. It's nothing permanent. Uh, yeah, but I, I've been, I'm, I'm fine with it. It's still to me pretty red. My my daughter, I have three boys and a, and a girl and she's, I was like, mom, your hair is actually not red. It's, you know, like a light orange. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> She like identifies color. Yeah. <laughs> And I get that. I've always been more on the orangey side than like a than a vibrant red, like some redheads have. Um, so I'm kind of used to that. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. That. That's funny because my my I have a son who's two, and 
he knows his colors only like the, you know, the generic one. So he knows brown and he knows bright fire engine red. So a couple yeah. weeks ago I said, oh, what's my hair color? And he said brown. And I was like, it's not brown, but I think yeah. he only knows what bright, bright, bright red is. He doesn't know that. Yeah. Obviously he's only two, so he doesn't know that there's so many other colors shades. out there. Yeah, yeah shades. Yeah. yeah. So it was just funny because my husband looks at me and I was like, my hair's not brown. <laughs> Stuff well, that's like I a great it, right? Instagram. You, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. You get I, you look at me and then you look at a at a at a more of a fire engine red and I'm not gonna look as red. I remember, uh, so I grew up in the Chicago suburbs and my parents took my sister and I to this Irish festival, and they had a redhead and freckle face contest. Oh my gosh! And my my parents entered a. I, I mean, I have freckles, but I by no means have a freckle face like some redheads do, and. I don't know if they thought we were going to win, but they were so disappointed when it was over. I'm like, mom, did you not look around? Like some of these redheads had such, you know, more vibrant red hair and so many more freckles. I'm like, there's no, there's no way. Oh my gosh. It's so funny that you went to that. (laughs) I don't know that that's why we went to the festival, but once we were there, I'm sure they were like, well, why not enter them? Yeah. So are you Irish? (laughs) Oh, super Irish. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Sarah's not an Irish name. My husband's family is actually even more Irish than uh, than I am. Like, he comes from like Sean, Kevin, Brian, Maureen. Those are all of his siblings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So most Very of my Irish. yeah, yeah. And my kids are Liam, Colin, Kira. Landon's a little. I think it's more English than Irish, but we we also chose Irish names. Oh, oh have okay. you been to Ireland? No, not yet. It's definitely on the bucket list. You have so. to go. It's yeah, so beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been a few it's times. Amazing country. Oh, wow. So I imagine you're super Irish too then. You know, we're, no. we're not, um, oh. but we mm-hmm. just have been there. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, well, um, love to travel. We're more Italian and Baltic and Greek because our Swedish. family came over from Albania from and then settled in Italy on our dad's side and then our mom's Swedish. So we did the okay. whole DNA testing a few years ago and we're shocked by some of the results. Obviously, Italian with our last name is Vendetti, but... A very little Irish. Oh, right. Well, you don't have to be Irish to go to Ireland. No, <laughs> no. no. It's, it's so, it's such a beautiful country. It really is. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely on our list. Yeah. And I love, like, I was actually talking to someone about it the other day. And I love that, maybe this isn't like the right thing to say on a podcast, but no one has any guilt about like drinking at 11 a.m., you know? And like, yeah. There's yeah, just, like in culture. here in America, we would be like alcoholics, you know, they'd be like that person right. wants to go to AA. But in Ireland, they're like, it's totally fine. <laughs> this is just yeah, everyday yeah. life. Yeah, like on a, week, on a weekday. Yeah, yeah. That's so <laughs> Like fun. we're yeah. just drinking on this podcast. Yeah. Know, right? yeah, like if I sat down and had like a beer with me, you'd be like, uh. I know. <laughs> oh, um, so but this might be a good intro because, uh, Stephanie, we don't talk about our personal lives on how to be a yeah. but she's pregnant with her second. Yay. Congratulations. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, I'm having um, a girl. So, yay. Uh, when do you do? How far along are you? I am seven months. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh you're really pregnant. Yeah. 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 I know. I know. Yeah. No, I'm very fortunate. I've had, I've had two. Well, this has been a great pregnancy. I really love being pregnant, so I feel very blessed, I guess. Um so, so yeah, she's due April 6th. April, oh my gosh. Okay, just around the corner. Yeah. And your older one is two. That's a great, you're, it's, it, does he get it? Does he understand what's happening? No, but he's definitely, hopefully he, he's at, um, 
you know, that toddler stage, which has been very, we don't like to say terrible twos because I feel like terrible is such a, it is a, it's a negative word, but right. it's, it's been a very difficult few months with him <laughs> since he, since he turned two. So I think he kind of, he started going in the nursery a lot more in the past few days, which is interesting. Like he only wants to read books in there, which I think is kind of cute. Um, so I don't know if he's picking up on things. I don't even know if they do at such a young age. Yeah, mine are all, all mostly three years apart. Okay. So I think there was probably a little bit more they understanding understood. Yeah, there. right. But it still will be nice that he'll be able to help. And I think giving him jobs to do, like yeah. his job to go get the diapers and to make him feel important and part of the whole thing. Yeah, and you know what? It, that independence is really what he's thriving. Like he has to turn on the light in his playroom every morning. So we give him like, we're just like, oh, go turn on the light bow and do this and this and this. And then when he, he when we do it, he gets really upset. So I do understand at that <laughs> two-year-old stage how they do want independence. Oh, so yeah. It's, um, yeah, we don't, my husband and I didn't grow up with kids and we, our son is kind of our first, like we didn't grow up with young first cousin Deidre and I either. So, no. and so it's definitely been a very, um, this, this stage has been, I think the, I don't know if you felt this way with all four of your kids or I know they're probably all so different, but the two-year-old stage is definitely something that we're learning to just take it day by day some days. Yeah. I will say mine didn't, I, and I know you're, I know the feeling of like, it sounds terrible to say terrible, uh, but I didn't really have terrible twos. It's terrible. Mine was always threes were a little bit more challenging. Oh, uh, and maybe that was because I always had another baby around that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah maybe, I've yeah. never actually correlated that, but maybe that was why. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's also such a cute stage. No, it is. It is. And it's it's something where I know that as he gets older, we're going to cherish this this age that he's at for so many reasons. But he doesn't have red hair. We thought that he was going to be a redhead because obviously I'm I'm a redhead. And um, my husband, though, is just dark, you know, um, dark brunette. And but his grandmother, we found out, was a redhead. But then my son was born with really, really dark brown hair. And then he it turned slowly turned into what it is now, which is blonde. So we're I mean, I don't know. It would be cool to have a redheaded daughter, but um He's like really blonde though. He has like blonde eyebrows, blonde oh his eyelashes aren't yeah. really blonde, but like, you know, stuff. He's like really fair. Yeah, but that's his how eyelash- all my boys are. Yeah, his eyelashes are really dark. So that's why Oh. Yeah. So that's why I'm interested because my husband was like that, very, very light. And then now my husband's like you know, brunette all over. So eyelashes, eyebrows. Did you two come out red? Did you come out? Yeah, we both came yeah, out see, red. So How that's about, my theory. My theory is, and I don't you, know. If, I mean, if you I come out red. If you come out red, you'll stay red. Yeah. Do your children have? Do any of your children have have red hair? No. So okay. so the, they all came out dark. The boys are turned bleach blonde, and my daughter has maintained like a brownish blonde but I want to say the boys all had like right between the ages of one and two kind of had hints of red but my theory is definitely if you were you know came out of the womb with flaming red hair you're gonna keep it 
So I my, kind of I'm agree with that. Yeah. 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 And so I, hopefully I kind she'll of, come out red. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of agree that I don't think if you come out as dark as my, as Bo did when he was born, like dark brunette, I don't think that that changes to become a redhead later. Maybe like, maybe turn into maybe like a red beard. Yeah. Or, or like an ob. I should ask one of my girlfriends that has more of an auburn. I I don't know about you all, but I have plenty of redheaded friends. <laughs> you like, do? Oh we my have, god, we, we don't have any. We don't oh, have no. any redhead friends. No. I, yeah, like I have like some, like some of my closest friends have red hair. Uh, it, Where and, did you meet them? Uh, uh, job out of college. Actually, all of them jobs out of college. Um, In New York. One of them. Uh, no, like or no, sorry, job jobs out of high school. That I worked during my summer oh. colleges. Okay, they're so all dancers to... too. Um, oh. I mean, they, they they don't continue to dance to this day. But I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. We were all hired together for for this dance job that we did. Um, not because we were redheads, I don't think. <laughs> but and then one of my childhood friends that I grew up with is more of an auburn red. Uh, I don't know. I always find that like I find the redhead in the room. Yeah, and we end up talking or or something like that. Not so much when I was dancing professionally because. When I was dancing professionally, I always found that I like did avoid the redheads because I figured we were both up for the same job or like the same. Oh, oh you know wow. what I mean? Yeah, like probably, sometimes, yeah. sometimes yeah, if you yeah. hire one redhead, you don't want the other. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I danced uh, for the New Jersey Nets, like the, the the NBA team. They're now the Brooklyn Nets. And like when I left, a redhead replaced me. So it was like we were like the token redhead. Oh, if you ever look at NBA posters or any probably any sports team, sports dance team or cheerleading one. team, there's probably only going to be one redhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if I there's know, two, they're different. They're like a light and a dark. Right, right. It's all about the marketing and like what looks good, I'm sure. Well, because you, you mix them up. Like, so I was teaching class at the Equinox here when I, when I moved here, I was really pregnant and my boss had red hair and, and we definitely had a similar red hair, you know, color red. And people would get us mixed up constantly. And I was like, I'm pregnant. Like, how are we? <laughs> how like, are, how you are we getting confused? <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's just like when you have red hair, you know, people like somehow assume, you know, that you must be related. <laughs> I know, yes. always. That's the way it, it always is. Um, so, you know, just from our perspective, Sarah, it's like so impressive how you balance working out, being a mom in your career. And you make it look so easy and, you know, social media is totally an illusion. Um, But what are your secrets? Is it easy? Like, you know what I mean? Just in terms of like working out and everything that you juggle or has it also, I'm curious to know too, has it gotten easier as the kids have gotten uh, a little older? Yes and no. So let me start with your first question. And it's, it's very timely that you're asking me this because I actually just went on my Instagram stories, uh, which, you know, you won't hear if you're, if you're listening to this because I'm talking about this today as we're recording. But I was on there last night because I had this girlfriend that I have conversations with about skincare all the time. She's like my skincare guru. Like she, you know, whether she's talking about the new product that she's using or, you know, she's trying microneedling, all these things that I really am not that knowledgeable in. Mm-hmm. And she finally said to me the other day, Hey, Sarah, just so you know, just because I'm telling you about these things, don't feel like you need to go do them. Like I, she goes, this is my hobby, my, my passion. Like I love this stuff. And I was like, oh, that is such a great thing to keep in mind. Like when you're listening to all things, 
on social media. And so I would say that to other people too, like just because you see that I'm exercising all the time and that I talk about it and I'm trying these things, you have to know, like, I mean, I'm, I, I was like moving out of the womb. Like I was a dancer and then I worked in fitness and I just really, really love moving my body. So I know that it's different for me because I find exercise to be really enjoyable. Um, okay. So, and I mean, I think, like, I think that's great to keep in mind for all things, right? Like when I see like the person baking cookies again on Instagram, I'm like, oh my <laughs> gosh, how does she make time for this and come up with all these she ideas? Loves she loves it, right? Right. I right. mean, probably with you guys too. Like, how are they talking about red hair again? Well, it's like your, you, it's become your passion and it is mm, your job yeah. too. And, you know, some of us get really lucky and, and our passions become our jobs. But so keep in mind, first of all, that. So it's like, how do I do it? I, first of all, I really, really enjoy it. So as a result, I purposely make time for it. There are other and you things- have a lot of energy, <laughs> right? Like, I think that's part of it. That's probably why you, you seem like you're just very energetic anyway. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, part of it is that, like, it, it's definitely an outlet for me. Like, I get really anxious if I'm not moving my body, um, whether that's exercise or just, like, you know, doing something with my hands. Uh, but in terms of finding time for it, no, it's funny. I think about when I used to live in New York and work in fitness full time. And I would teach at the gym and I would see, you know, I was in my late 20s, early 30s and the moms would come in and I remember some of them mentioning to me like, this is so hard, but I'm so glad that I came in to make time. And I kept thinking like, oh my gosh, how could somebody not find an hour in their day to like move, you know, to exercise? Super judgmental, absolutely judgmental. And then I had my first kid and I was like, oh, this is why, because other things become more important. Important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's life isn't about you anymore. And so I think what I, what I tell myself and I know to be true is that if I make the time to exercise and this, this doesn't have to be an exercise for you, this could be to like read your favorite book or, you know, go out for a walk and listen to your favorite podcast or cook a good meal. I mean, it could be whatever it is. If I make time to do just like 30 minutes of something that I love. I will feel so much more fulfilled and it won't feel as annoying or exhausting to just like spend my time doing stuff for other people all day, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. you yeah. know, and, and, and obviously a good part of that I really love or I, or I wouldn't have more kids and I wouldn't have made, you know, the career choices that I've made. But I think just keeping that in mind and I know I, I actually don't like the saying I'm doing this for my kids because frankly, your kids don't care what size you are or what you look like. They're going to love you no matter what. So I don't, when I see like, you know, the fitness pro that's doing the competition and like, I'm doing it for my kids. I'm like, that's no, you're not because you're you're not. Yeah. You're doing that for yourself. And that's fine too. Yeah. And I applaud you for that, but your kids don't care about that. But what your kids do care about is if mom is happy. Mm-hmm. And if mom feels good about herself and if mom is being, and if mom is healthy and mom is here for the rest of their lives, sorry, I get really emotional because that is a huge yeah. part of it. And it should be when I say like, when people are like, why should I work out? I'm like, because you want to be around for the next 50 plus years. Like right. that's yeah, terrifying right. to me to think of, of what my kid's life would be like without me in it. Right. Um, and vice versa. Uh, so like if there's any reason that you're going to do it and you're going to move your body every day is it's because it's going to keep you around for a long time. Um, sorry. (laughs) No, 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 it's absolutely true. It's something that that you don't think about. Yeah. Um, but like tricks of the trade, how do I do it? Uh, if you have the capability, 
And if you work from home, or at least I would say, try this on the weekends, put on your workout clothes in the morning. And I mean, thank goodness athleisure is popular and is like a thing, Yeah. but put them on in the morning and don't take them off until you get your workout in, um, or at least like go for a walk. Uh, and sometimes I always tell people there are days where I go to bed at night because I do have the privilege of being able to be dressed like this all day. Um, Mm -hmm. there are plenty of days where I go to bed and I have not exercised, but I was dressed for it. And, you know, I would say 80% of the time it does do the trick. Uh, yeah, that's a really good tip. Yeah. And then the other thing I would just say, and I have numerous people who will say, Sarah, I have this running through my head all the time because of you is as soon as I had the kids, my, my fitness philosophy changed to something is always better than nothing. Yeah. Cause it's like, I used to have that mindset, right? I mean, I just said to you, I, I used to judge the women that said they couldn't work out for an hour every day. Well, it doesn't have to be an hour. Who said it had to be an hour? The gym? I mean, and the gym doesn't even say that anymore. There's plenty of studios now that offer 30 and 40 minute classes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and it doesn't have to be that 15, 20 minutes, even, even 10. You're, you're going to go to, you might go to bed regretting like not doing anything for the day, but you're not going to regret like doing 10 squats and 10 push ups and, you know, holding a plank for 30 seconds. Like you're not going to be like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. Um, yeah. You're going to go to bed <laughs> feeling like at least I did something. And yeah. so I think like just having that mindset that whatever I can get in is, is good enough for that day. And, and then on the days where you can do more, uh, do more. I just posted about this yesterday. Like I have a few things happening this week that are going to prevent me from working out at all. And, and I, and I know that. And so yesterday I went like a little bit harder and longer than usual because I knew that that was the one day I was going to be able to, to do that. Right. Um, so planning ahead. Yeah. And yeah. Knowing, making it yeah. a priority. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know yes. my husband too. He um he works out like every day. He loves to work out, so he works out six, seven times a day or a week, and um he's in there for an hour, hour and a half because it brings him so much joy. Mm-hmm. And I am just like I don't like I want to I like I I'm I have the perception like you do. Like I at the end of the day when I wake when I go to bed I'm like oh I'm so happy I did it. But he's taught me too as someone who doesn't get a lot of joy from it to get in there three times a week and just do 20, 30 minutes of really productive things the whole time and just make sure that that 20, 30 minutes. And I love to know that I'm just going in there for the 20, 30 minutes and not like Mm. slaving where he doesn't look at it like it's slaving. So I think (laughs) it's all like mindset and it's really helped me to make sure that I do it three times a week, 20 minutes. I'm really productive when I'm in there. I get, get a sweat. You know what I mean? I feel really good. And I have to say, I've been doing it now for a couple months and I feel better. Like I feel like my, my mindset's better. Like I just feel absolutely. Like everything's better. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. There's a really good balance. I, I think of, of, of trying to find something that's fun and functional. Like at this point in our, so yeah. I'm in my forties and there is a huge component of like, I need to do some of these things so that I don't get osteoporosis. And like I said, so mm. I'm around for my kids. So I try to, and so I try to find a really good balance of like there's certain workouts that I need to do that are functional that will keep me, you know, from having back pain and and keep me strong for my kids. And then the other, you know, part of my workouts are just really, really fun for me, like jumping on a rebounder or going for, you know, a, a dance cardio class. I think it's it's good to try to find that mix of, you know, what, do, what does my body really need in order to, to stay strong and then what's going to make me really happy. Yeah. And I think too, it's also really important to clear your head and kind of put your phone down. And mm. you that's what one of the reasons why I like working out is you kind of just, you're just, just with yourself yeah. and can kind of escape. And then 
And then after, you know, however long you work out for, then you can go back to your day-to-day. But it is a nice time to just do your, you know, self-care. And yeah. 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 And that's a really good point. And as much as I'm a huge fan of virtual fitness, uh, I really do hope, and I don't know what it's like by you, but it's still not quite back to normal here in LA in Mm. terms of the, in terms of the clubs, uh, the club scene that sounds like I'm going out for the night. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> I know what you mean the gym scene. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't really know a whole lot about that part, but yeah, but the gym scene and the studio scene, if it's not quite back to normal here. Um, and I, and I couldn't really put a finger on, on why that is outside of the fact that I think people really have learned to work out at home more, mm, but the thing is yeah. you're still sometimes on a screen. So to your no, point, you like are. you getting yeah. outside go, go, and you're not with people. So like, going into a gym and taking a group fitness class is so rewarding because you're just like with other like-minded other people. people who are there for hopefully similar reasons and you know you're not in front of a screen I mean it like makes me like I I'm not currently teaching group fitness like when I had my fourth I was like I need a, I can't keep doing this right now but I've had um several urges to go back to it stay tuned um <laughs> but when I see somebody in the group fitness class pick up their phone like I'm not the instructor, but if I was the instructor, I would be like, put it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and like, it's a good point that you said that because before COVID, I was a religious five, six times a week going to a hot yoga studio and other forms of yoga um, that they provided. But I was obsessed with the studio near my house. And then COVID happened and then I got pregnant. And then I haven't been back to a studio since. And we just do everything through virtual, um, with all the equipment that we have in our, at home. So by the way, and I'm a huge fan, I think finding a balance, I found like I've started, I've just started going back as well and I'm finding a really nice balance. Yeah. Uh, And I think that's what's nice is like, we all know we can work out from home now because we had to. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to like kind of split my week. Like if I can get out into the the community and do something in the gym or in a studio, like you know, once or twice a week, I'd love for it to be more in the future, but, and then the kind of the rest of my workouts are at home because it's just convenient. Yeah, it no, it, it's, it's so convenient. Actually, I don't know if you, you guys know Hotworks, you know, the, the, the gym yeah. Hotworks. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, Steph, I was going to tell you I, um, that I was thinking about going back to hot yoga because I had COVID last month. So I was like, oh, well, I might as well like use my antibodies and like get in the studio now, you know? So I was going to go to a hot yoga studio and I went on to sign on onto Hotworks. And I guess I didn't know the concept, but you go in, it's a heated room. You're in there by yourself with the screen and you have like an instructor. Yeah. Really? And I was like, I don't want to do that. I think mm. I I think I agree with you, Sarah, that it gives me a lot of inspiration because I am not an avid yoga person, you know, but like when I go there, I'm inspired by other people who can do all these crazy mm-hmm. things, you know, I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. And I don't want to be in a hot room by myself. I'll just do it at home, you know, yeah. know? but people are doing that now. And I was like, oh, I think that that's because of COVID. I think they must have changed everything. Yeah. I'm thinking. Uh, one of the classes I go to, it's called, it's called Base Camp. I highly recommend it if anybody has it. It's a 40-minute class. So like mm-hmm. you were talking about, it's not an hour, which is really nice if you're short on time. And the whole idea behind it is you're on a bike and you rotate. It's usually like, you know, 40 to 60 minutes on the bike and then 40 to six, or sorry, not 60 minutes, sorry, 40 to 60 seconds on the bike. And then you jump off and it's 40 to 60 seconds of like an exercise. Anyway, my point of this being is I was working next, working out next to this girl. And after class, she was like, 
can I just tell you thank you because you made me work too much harder? And I had had a similar experience the week before where this chick next to me was like so hardcore. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's making me work harder um, on the bike specifically. And I was like, first of all, I wish, and she, I was like, I wish I had told her that because this girl just told me and I was like, it made me feel so good. So just a reminder, if you are in a group in the studio and somebody is near you and they are make, pushing you a little bit more, tell them. <laughs> it will make yeah. their day. Yeah, it's a boost of confidence too. Yeah. Um, I have one more workout question, stuff yeah, before we go sure. to the other one. I know that you have a lot of female friends and you know love girl power, but sometimes girls can be a little competitive, even if they're your friends, you know, especially when you have a friend like you who's like working out all the time and, you know, super ambitious. And so I was just wondering if any of your girlfriends are like, they they find inspiration in you or if they're jealous and, or maybe you push them. Like, I was just wondering what the dynamic is with your friendships. It probably is a little bit different between all of my friends. I actually, you know, I have a few friends that do work in fitness, so that's always helpful. Uh, And then I have a few friends, you know, they'll say to me, hey, I really want to try this class. And I'm like, I am always game for trying a new class. So I have, I have a current girlfriend, actually, she's a she's a newer friend that I've met my daughters in kindergarten. So she's like my new mom friend in kindergarten. And she and I have been trying to make it a goal once a week to go try a new class together. So that's kind of fun. Um, I would say that's a really great way to spend time with a friend. Uh, But the the interesting thing is my, my, one of my oldest friends that I've made here in Santa Monica, uh, I met her when my oldest was in preschool. And I always tell my, tell new moms, like, I know those first two years can probably feel a little lonely, but once your kids go into preschool, I promise you will make your, you know, quote unquote friends for life. Because with each of my kids, that's where I've made my closest friends was when they were in preschool. But she said to me once, can I just, she's like, Sarah, can I just thank you that you'd ever make me feel guilty for not enjoying working out uh you know, so i just kind of read my friends and if it's something that they like doing uh you know i'll say you know you want to go take a walk but the other way i don't i don't like to put that pressure on on my friends okay. uh that's great i, I don't know if I, I yeah and i don't you know i don't think any of them judge me no it's no different than you know if i have a girlfriend that loves to cook or loves to read if anything, I they, I get complimented on it just like I would to them. Like my one girlfriend that is like an avid, avid reader, which is one thing that I wish I had time for. And I know I can make time for it because I make time to exercise. Is you know, I just pick her brain. Um, you know, what's 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 a good book? What's a book I know I can jump into and, and not put down because that's what I really need in order to make it happen right now. Uh, and so, they, I you know, I'll get questions a lot. I have, I have tested numerous friends for diastasis recti, which is when your abs can sometimes separate after after birth. Um, I do have some friends that have done my workouts, you know, I, I, I always offer it up there, but yeah, I don't, I like to keep my friends a little bit separate from what I do. Um, yeah. Okay. So, Maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's worked for me. Um, and I know that you're, there's different seasons of life. And for some of us, it, the time to fit in a regular exercise routine comes at, at different points um as much as i as i will want and encourage everybody to move their bodies i know that there are certain seasons of life where it's it's really hard to make that happen mm-hmm. and i know some of them are in the thick of it with work or family stuff or all the things whatever we all yeah. we all know just do what you can yeah 
Yeah. So now going into beauty, um, first, we thank you for sharing your love for Finally Have Brows. Um, do you use it when working out? I use Finally. So I'm a pretty much a minimalist when it comes to makeup. Okay. I used to just put on mascara and call it a day, but now it's mascara and Finally Have Brows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I told you, like I'm getting a little bit of white. It's like right in those corners. And so I find, um, I find, in fact, when I get my brows waxed, she's always like, you forgot to take off your, I'm like, I can't, (laughs) I have to live, (laughs) I live in it. (laughs) I'm assuming, I'm assuming you use the long wearing. Wait, are there two separate ones? Yeah. There's the long wearing volumizing and then we have a pencil. Oh yeah, I don't use a pencil. I use the gel. Yeah. No, I'm assuming yeah. if it stays on in place, especially while sweating and everything and and working out, it's most likely the long wearing. I don't it's think the, I've it's tried a the thin pencil. brush. Yeah, it's a thin brush. Yeah. Oh, okay. Long yeah, we'll, we have to. We'll send you the whole kit, Sarah, so okay. you have everything. And then so I and then it. I don't know if you know this, but I've also started using finally have lashes. Oh, so, which color? The red. Oh, and so. Love it. Uh, like I said, mascara has always been like my one go-to and it's always been black. And so recently I've been, I've been mixing it up. Some days I just wear the red. Yeah. Most days what I do is black on top and the red on the bottom. On bottom. Same. 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 Yep. Yeah. And I, yeah, I do the same thing. Not every single day, just like you, I switch things up, but that's kind of my, definitely my go-to throughout the week. Adrian, you too, right? Yeah. And I think like our audience loves the red, but Stephanie and I are obsessed with the brown. Oh, well, Do you then, have the no, brown? I don't have the brown. I'll have to try oh, the brown. Oh, I'll, we'll give you the brown because it has brown. like, it, it's called brown with a splash of red. And I don't know why I just like, I'm obsessed with it. So we'll send you that too. Yeah. It's a really, I, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Like I said, that makeup is not my forte, but the way it comes out, I feel like is different than other mascaras. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, um, yeah, I, I should know the word. It's like, um, um, it looks like I want to say luxe, like the material. Yeah, like it's the, like the shiny and, and it looks so much more, you know, some mascara can just like look really dried out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe it is actually dried out, but I, but it just, even when you put it on, you're like, it just kind of looks stale. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. But for some reason, when I put the red, the red on, it's just so, and not vib- vibrant is not the right word. Cause I don't want to scare people. That's it's not like, oh my gosh, she's got the red brows on. It's just like <laughs> fresh. Yeah. I don't know. Right. That's a good word, fresh. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that too. I feel, yeah, I, I, I think that's a great word. <laughs> yeah. I think, like I said, stale is the kind of like what most mascaras kind of do. Um, yeah. But I love it. I tell all my redhead, my redhead friends about it. Oh, we love oh, hearing thank that. thank you. That's so nice. That's so, well, so yeah, we'll send you a package. We'll get your address. Okay, cool. And how about sunscreen? Do you have a favorite sunscreen living in sunny California? Yeah, so I, I use a lot of beauty counter products. Um, so okay, I really yep, like, they're great. Yeah, I really like the beauty counter sunscreen. I just started using um, also like the Goop. Uh, the Goop? Yeah. yeah. Super Goop? Super Goop, thank you. Is it their glow mm-hmm. glow screen? Maybe, yeah. That's, I mean, that's their most popular should, sunscreen yeah, one. Yeah, whatever their most popular one is, I've, I've just started trying that. But I, for my face, I really like the beauty counter stuff because it just, it, it's not super shiny and um, it just, yeah, it makes me feel like I'm putting something clean on my face because I am. <laughs> so, yeah, product. it's always, that's, yeah, and it's important to find products that 
that you love. Do you have um, a sunscreen? Of course, especially. Oh, it's it's being worked it's, on. Oh. It's being worked on. Yeah. Oh, how exciting. Yeah, it's, it's that. Yeah, we'll let you. I mean, probably not till 2024 with how it takes a long, long time. Um, yeah. over-the-counter sunscreens take, not like other beauty products, but we'll definitely keep you posted when we do come out with, when it, it, it gets launched. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. So to all of our listeners, um, of course, in the notes, Sarah will include your, um, your website and your social handles in case anyone does not follow you who's listening. So we wanted to end this podcast with sharing, if you could share with us anything new and exciting planned this year. Yeah, I will. I have a few things in the works, uh, in terms of more fitness content. I can't really share them yet, okay. so I okay. will let you yep. know as soon as I can, only because contracts are not signed. <laughs> um, but I'll let you know where I'm going to be. I'm going to be popping up in a few other places, um, virtual virtual workouts. And I'll let you know, like I said, I've had – my kids are 11, 8, 5, and 3. So my youngest just went off to preschool. Um, and my priority is to be with my kids as much as possible. So this is the first year where I finally have a little more time to myself. So, uh, I mean, I've also had a podcast on the brain forever and it's, I'm, I, you guys can tell me, I'm afraid that of committing to it because then it's like, I, you know, it's just something that you have to do every week. And that part, I'm much better at this point in my life doing contract jobs where I can go do the job and then walk away and then come back to my kids and right, you know, not, right. not, I, I should, that constant work that's held over my head, but just like project-based work mm-hmm. uh, where I know a podcast yeah. would be much different than that. So that's been my hold up. <laughs> you know, I think too, it's just, I think if you, you, I, for me, communication's everything. So I think if you communicate with your audience, like, Hey, I'm releasing seven episodes I don't know. Back-to-back weeks for seven weeks. Yeah, and then I take a break, and then I'm going to do another seven. And I think if you just communicate, you know what I mean? Like, even if you do five and just say, I'm doing five limited series, and then you're like, oh, I'm coming back, I'm doing another five. And I think a lot of people overcommit. Like, they get into it, and they're like, well, every podcast I listen to is every comes out every Thursday. And I think you don't have to do that. You know, I think that if your audience is expecting it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, don't, like, kill yourself. I gave my friend that advice – and she's like, oh, that's really freeing to not know, like, I have to do it all the time. I'm like, yeah, I mean, just communicate. Like, this is the deal. This is my podcast. Right. It's, and also, like, then and then I can feel like, okay, I'm just trying this out to see if it works. Yeah. yeah. That's really, really good yeah. advice. Yeah, because that's why I stopped blogging, too. Like, I was just like, I can't keep doing this at this pace. Like, this is just um, yeah. too too much. But you're right. Time yeah, and that yeah. would be a much harder project to do on, like, a limited basis but I like that doing like doing like a fitness edition of it and just releasing mm-hmm. that yeah and and you know if you can get some help too to do it or just right. do it yourself no 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 I, if I, you I just record <laughs> if you have if you just record the five over like one day or two days it's done yeah it's like yeah. batching it right yeah. yeah and you could and then you release it you could make like the five or to seven episodes all have a theme so that's like that series yeah and that's kind of where my head is gone in a few months but I don't think yeah I, I think I was thinking that but I you're right, I hadn't really thought beyond that in terms of like okay I could just do that and then take a break yeah yeah I like that yeah yeah, yeah. well I'm glad yeah. I shared yeah. 
<laughs> Sarah, I'm so happy that we connected finally. I know. I feel like we've been, been wanting to talk to you for so long. Me too. This is super fun. Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much for your time. And you, you've, um, you've inspired me to work out after we're done recording. Yeah, something, <laughs> something is always better than nothing. Something. Sometimes, honestly, if I can just get like a 10 minute yoga stretching in or arm workout, then I'm like, okay, well, it's exactly what you said earlier. At least I did something. Or if I didn't work out, I try to end my night with a meditation. Yes. So then I, I consider that self. So like still self-love, st- like yeah, still yeah. some sort of a workout, quote unquote, but well, and the reality yes, is, is like me. once you once you start doing it, like let's just take like a walk for example. Like more than likely, I mean, unless you have a time constraint, like if you go out for a walk, you never just sort of like start walking and you like you go around the block and you're like, well, that was good. Most likely, you're gonna be like, this yeah. feels really nice. I'm so glad to be out, and then you keep going for a while again, unless you have to get back for something, right? Yeah. And it's the same thing. You get on your bike, you get on your trampoline, you, you start a workout with the video and, and most likely five minutes in, you're like, this feels really good and you'll keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, thanks so much, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Now available eyebrow and lash products for redheads created by us, Adrian and Stephanie. Clean, paraben-free, vegan, made in the USA. Discover eyebrow gels and a precision pencil in universal red for all redheads. Mascaras in auburn and brown with a tint of red, and so much more. Shop it all at shop.howtobearedhead.com. I love her. I knew we were going to love her, though. I know her, I, her energy is like so yeah, on. Yeah, her it's, energy. It's, 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 yeah, I love that. She really did energy. motivate me to work out. I mean, I will say, like, I obviously worked out way more before Bo was born. Now I just try to work out or try to move as much as I can. Not so much call it like quote unquote working out, but she inspired me to just do something. And I, um, this other fitness instructor that I follow always says that working out and movements medicine, and it really is because it can really change your day or your attitude that day, or just, you know, clear your mind, get endorphins after whatever, however you work out. But like we said in the beginning of this episode too, Adrian, I think it's important if you're listening and you felt inspired by her, you know, now's your chance to just sign up for a class, do something with a friend or a family member. And whether it's just on YouTube, if that's all you can do, or go to a class, like an actual studio, just do something for yourself to that maybe is out of your comfort zone. Um, yeah. Like, and just and try it and see if it, if it's something that you love and who knows, you could turn into a yogi, you know? <laughs> I was actually thinking about this too stuff because, and this is maybe like advice for you and I and anyone else who's listening mm. who has our personalities, but Stephanie and I are very different. But what we have in common is that when we like, we're for, 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 like, let's just give an instance of like working out. I feel like Stephanie and I are very ambitious. So like talking to Sarah, we're like, okay, we're going to go work out now. And like, we're going to yeah, take that yeah, seriously yeah. and we're going to work out. And I find it amazing when someone like can just listen to the podcast and just be like, yeah, like someday I'm going to totally do that. But I think what I've learned is like, yeah, like don't be as extreme as Steph and I and like just be hard on yourself. That's what I'm trying to say. No, Steph. Like, we shouldn't be yeah. hard on ourselves about working out. Like just, Mm-mm. I think instead have the mindset of which I think you do is just give yourself like, wow, like a pat on the back when you do get a chance to do it. And when you do do a good job and you do give it your hundred percent. And I, 
I didn't get to like chime in when she was talking about all the different things with, you know, all the different things that people do to clear their minds. But I have to say that one of my favorite things to do to clear my mind is cooking. And I, and that's like my thing is like, I, I don't like the grocery shopping, but like when everything's home and I don't have my phone on me and I'm creating and honestly, my husband likes anything that I make anyway, even if it's like bad. So no, you're a great cook. I, that's my happy place. And so I, I know a lot of people, they would choose to work out because it's sometimes cooking every night. I probably do spend an hour doing it, but it's because Mm -hmm. I really enjoy it. And I understand what she's saying is that a lot of people don't want to cook. A lot of people don't. And I, I I get that. And so a lot of people like her, I was going to ask her actually, if like she liked to cook, you know, cause I'm like, God, can you, she like, like to work out and cook and have four kids. Well, like, because well, I, I get, I maybe, and I, and I wish that we would have asked her cause I don't want to make an assumption, but I got the feeling that her friend who reads a lot and then she has another friend who cooks. Right. So she wishes that she could do that. And honestly with four kids, I mean, it's probably a lot to cook, yeah. especially with right. all their ages. They're, I think she said her youngest is three and her oldest is 12. But going to the – when she said reading, I was like, oh, my God, I sh- really have to start reading. I've been on the same book for like yeah. six months and I have maybe three chapters left. And I remember someone once told me, end your night just reading one chapter, even if it's one page of your book because then it like clears your mind. But – Maybe this is a good, you know, thing to start back into because I don't do that. And and I think it's about finding balance. Like if you're overachievers yeah. like Stephanie and I, don't, don't kill yourself and be so hard on yourself. But if you're also one who's like seeking ambition and seeking wanting yeah. to work out and doing things, like That's maybe true. just take it day by day. I think what I've learned is I'm giving – like I'm not doing any good being so hard on myself. Like I'm – I'm going to accomplish whatever I need to accomplish and it's not going to happen at two o'clock in the morning, which stuff we both have trouble with once you wake yeah. up and the mind starts yeah. going. That's- yeah. And before COVID, I remember like I'd be so hard on myself if I was like late for that yoga class or like couldn't make that. F- I remember yeah. it was always the 4.30 class. And then looking back, I'm just maybe having Bo made me a little bit more relaxed. Oh, yeah. Just- you're totally more relaxed. Yeah, I'm just like, like you're, oh my god, oh my whatever. god, you have totally <laughs> calmed down in a good way. I think, like, yeah, and when I you're can not as get nervous, upstairs. you're not like, uh, I guess you're not like nervous about things, and you seem to worry less. No, because I just know that. It's yeah, I just hands. know that. Like, <laughs> I just don't know what the day is going like. You know, whatever. I don't know what the day is going to hold. And some days, like on Saturday and Sunday, I. I I was good about this when he was little. I'd work out. Like I'd go upstairs. Um, where this is not in t- sponsored by any way by Peloton. But that really has saved me on just like going up there and I'll get on like a 10, 15 minute ride. But recently I just have been so tired on the weekends that I'm just – but before him, I probably would be hard on myself. Oh, I got to get on the bike. But now I'm just – like Ooh, Brian, you want to lay your head down. Yeah, Brian hasn't been on it in like a month. He's he, and it, we both say it's like when we get on it, though, we feel really good. But if it's been two or three weeks and we haven't been on it, we're not hard on ourselves. I mean, we you're just the try our can. best. Yeah, yeah. And if you wake up and you're tired one day, that's why we were saying meditate for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. That's still a form of working out. Yeah, for your yeah. Adrian said that for your mind or just stretch, like do downward facing dog or. Steph, As Josh, she said, like Josh, my husband, plank. yeah, he does. I was thinking about what you said about meditation. He uses um, an app called the Fit, Calm app, Fit, Fit Mind. Oh, oh, and it's all about being fit in the mind. 
And I love that. Oh. I, I've, I've, I don't have the, I don't have the app, but he does. And so I was just thinking about what you said about how like, yeah, it is a workout because they have apps yeah. now that are just about getting fit and doing your daily exercise just for your brain. Yeah, that's so cool. I mean, think about it to clear your whole mind. I mean, obviously when you're meditating, thoughts come up, but you're supposed to like honor them, uh, know that they're there and let them pass like a cloud is what this one meditation guy that I follow. But mm -hmm. it's hard. You know, you're sitting there and you're just like, oh my God, like my to-do list and yeah. this and yeah. this. Yeah. But it's something where like talking with her, I realized like, I mean, obviously, well, four kids, I didn't even get the chance to ask, tell her that because I could never have four children. <laughs> yeah. But I know um, that it's just really important to take time for yourself and honor yourself, whatever it may be, like Adrian's cooking. And and I think, too, don't... it's finding happiness. Like everyone, I, I think as I'm getting older, you start to discover that what makes you happy is not what makes stuff like what makes me happy doesn't make you happy what makes you happy right. doesn't make exactly. Brian happy like I think that it 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 cycles and I think finding like what makes you happy is actually like mm -hmm. a really and I think that's like what people when they want to find themselves you know people say that I yeah. think that's one of the things that they're trying to seek is like what makes me happy because if you look on social media everyone is showing their version of happiness, you know, like they're whatever they're doing. They're like, this no, week, true. And, I will. and then you start comparing yourself and that's a, that's a society that we're in right now. But I think if you're grounded enough to know what makes you happy, then like what you'll makes be happy. me really happy is having a full fridge stocked with all of yeah. our amazing foods. Like Adrian and I are super healthy, but I, I think that Same. that really makes me happy. Like when I go to Whole Foods, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, me too. Me too. And I'm, and I feel like dead inside if I have to go to like another grocery store. Cause I'm like, oh my God, like the one thing that gives me joy is Whole Foods. <laughs> and like, yeah. I don't want to go to another grocery store. I know. I know. And that's just how we are with food, but yeah, just finding exactly what makes you happy. And I think that's a totally overrated. I, people used to always say, whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you happy. You know, people say that. Yeah. And like, right. I never really thought about it, but it really is something because what that means is like, not everyone is happy doing what makes you happy. Right. So exactly. You have to really, especially like within families or whatever it is, you have to really be like, oh, like that's giving them immense joy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to do yeah. I don't know go on a run and like that's not gonna yeah, give me yeah. joy <laughs> no 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 you know so right. anyway she she taught me uh, she taught me a lot um same just thinking about how women in particular are really hard so maybe mm -hmm. if you're listening to this maybe so be easy on yourself be easy and love on yourself. yourself yeah yep hey redheads it's time for question and answers daily we get an array of questions from social media comments emails dms we thought that it would be fun to bring these to our podcast We'll answer a few right now, like we do with all of our episodes, if you've been listening to this season. And if you have any questions, email us at h2barpodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram, TikTok. You can even do Facebook. Our handles, of course, how to be a redhead. So let's get right into it. Um, the first question is from Kay on Instagram. My red hair is shiny and glossy. Thanks to Finally Glossy. Woohoo! Thank you. I am loving the product. I want to get into summer shape and don't have much time. Do you guys think diet is important or should I focus on working out? Um, love this question because I think Adrian and I, you know, we're not avid, uh, like go to the gym and work out like at five, six o'clock in the morning. I'd rather sleep. I know that you would agree, Same. Adrian. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And diet is 
what I think like 90%. Um, yeah. I obviously, you know, try to stay active. I used to go to yoga a lot, like every day pre-COVID. Um, and then obviously life has changed with having kids. And I try to get out on our Peloton. I think it's been months though. Um, but I stretch and like to move sometime in the morning. But diet really is like 90, 95%. Wouldn't you? No, yeah. I, I feel like it's the only thing I can really lean on, if that makes mm, sense. Like, that's a good way when, of thinking when we're about really it. busy, which we've been, this has been like the busiest time for how to be a redhead, like that we've ever experienced, I think, stuff. Yeah. It's been extremely hectic for us in the best of ways possible. And, I lean on eating healthy when I'm traveling because I know that it will keep me feeling energized. I will f- probably sleep better. I won't get those breakouts. I will just have more energy if I eat healthy. So I make a conscious effort. Stephanie and I both, when we're traveling, we order the healthiest thing on the menu every time. And you know, we of course like have our indulgences. Like I love chips and Stephanie loves cookies, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, we are always like, okay, even if we want something and we're really tired and of course you want something warm, whatever, we'll have a salad because we know, okay, that salad is probably going to give us more energy for whatever we're doing. And so, yeah, I feel like diet is so important. And Stephanie and I have a – I don't want to say we're on a strict diet or anything, but we've been kind of eating the same way since – probably like the early 2000s, like 2006, 7, 8, in that area, we stopped eating meat. And we just lean heavily on vegetables. And um, really, you know, my husband's celiac. So I have gotten used to eating gluten-free. Stephanie eats gluten-free too. And we feel good eating that way. So I think it's just how you feel. Like if you feel good, I think a lot of people are just kind of used to feeling the way that they're feeling. But I think once you incorporate a little bit of movement, and eating more vegetables I, and, and salads and all that good stuff. Um, there's so many recipes too that you can get if you're like not a big veggie lover, you know, that you can. Yeah, yeah. But and I think not, and that's, it, the be- that's the most important thing. For me, if I can give anyone advice, it's to eat healthy. And then it, once you conquer that habit, because it's a habit of eating yeah. healthy and conscious habit, that's when you can start talking about working out and going to the gym. Because in my opinion, if you go to the gym and then make bad food choices. It's almost counterintuitive, you know? Um, Of course, we're not like fitness experts or anything like Sarah is, but I find diet to be like the most important thing in my life. Yeah, I agree. Yep. And on Instagram says or asked us, can you wear finally have brows, finally have lashes when you work out? And that's so great because we know Sarah uses our products. So it's so great to have her share that. Um, because she's a true testament into, you know, mm-hmm. this exact question because she's so active and works out as part of her, you know, day to day and her job. So yes, the reason why we actually like launched our first product ever, um, the long wearing brow gel is for it to stay in place and really last all day, no matter if you do work out or not. So to answer your question, yes. And, um, going into our mascara, we do have plans to come out with a waterproof line. Um, it's something that we do want to come out with. It's something that we get asked quite a lot, yeah. quite often. But the great thing about our mascaras is that they don't smudge and um, or flake or flake. Yes, and that's the beauty of the mascara line. And then the the eyebrow line, the pencil really stays in place. I will say, like it does. 
I does not smear or if I am sweaty, it stays in place and then I lock it in with the brow gel and that's my routine and it Same. really works for me, um, you know, hot yoga or not. Yeah, no. I, I, and we can't claim waterproof because it's not waterproof. It comes off easily when you're washing it off. But I have to tell you, I put on Finally Have Lashes. I go to a 90-minute hot yoga class mm. and it is on at the end. It is not down my face. Like, and I'm heavily sweating, you know, and yeah. I'm blown away. I was like, God, stuff. we should do a study on this because this is like really, I, I find the Finally Have Lashes formula to be incredibly durable if you are a person who works out. And I wear it confidently at yoga without it ever, ever worrying about it running down my down my face. Yeah. So it works. So try it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the last question on this episode is from Donna on Instagram. And she says, do you have any summer UPF clothing pieces you love? I love working out outside and keep getting burned. I figured UPF clothing would help me with this. This is a great question. Now, if you're yeah. listening and you're not familiar with what UPF clothing is, it's basically clothing that has sunscreen in it. It's so, so cool. Yeah. So it's just added protection. We always recommend still applying a sunscreen, of course, and still seeking shade when possible. Still using like there's UPF hats out there that will even protect your red hair, um, you know, even more than a regular hat. But we love so many brands. There are so many brands out there. Um, what comes one brand that comes to mind that was actually a sponsor or part of our fashion show, Adrian? Yeah, Rocker Like a Redhead event at a Rocker Like a Redhead event. Oh, our whole tour, our, our whole, whole tour, five, really, yeah, our whole yeah, tour in 2015. I don't know why I'm thinking about Austin event in particular, but the whole tour. Oh, really? I was thinking about the Nashville one. That was a really big fashion show. Oh, that was. That was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's Coolabar, C-O-O-L-I-B-A-R. Um, they're not sponsored in any way. We um, just love them. They're rec- by, recommended by the Skin Care Foundation. And they are Sun Protective Clothing Line with UPF 50+. So definitely check them out. They have, you know... Um, product. They have lines for swim, active, travel, resort every day. And their stuff is super cute. Um, like their swimsuits, their maxi dresses. So there's them. And then there's a bunch of other brands out there. Um, they're just, like I said, the first that come to mind when, um, when I think about UPF clothing, there's a brand I know like Lululemon, Athleta, they aloe, all of those brands that are active wear have UPF clothing pieces. So you can check them out depending on where you shop. Um, but there's just I've we've seen throughout the years the how many more brands are coming out with UPF clothing, which is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's super, super cool. We have so many. We just recently did a bunch of articles, like probably two or three already this summer season about UPF clothing. So we'll pop those in the podcast notes so you can see our direct recommendations, some of our favorite ones, and then you can go ahead and shop. So we love UPF clothing. Definitely, definitely recommend it for all redheads. So want to help us spread the news about the How to Be a Redhead brand in this podcast? Please give us a five-star review and tell your friends, redheads, and everyone else to subscribe. You can listen to this podcast directly on howtobearedhead.com, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to look at the podcast notes to find links with products mentioned and so much more. Rock it like a redhead. Rock it like a redhead.